caviar. Y'all just see we done leveled up. Got a lot more official. So, <laughs> facts. Big just, facts. Hey, we just, we just, we just starting off, man. Y'all, yeah. y'all just be patient, man. But y'all watching it come up. Yeah, y'all watching it come up the process for sure. So, mm-hmm. we appreciate y'all getting tuned with us. Uh, so, and go ahead and kick us off with the sponsors. Yeah, so, you know, definitely got to give our salutes. You know, let's give our salutes first to Project Swish, right? Yeah, Project so, Swish. We're so, going to give our salutes out here. McKinley's been doing a lot of great work out here in the city. Um, and uh, I, I want to – didn't we have – we got to give our salutes to Bitcoin, too. Absolutely. You know, crypto. It's going down, but uh, it's, uh, that's, it's great for it's us. So we, we buying the dip. So uh, <laughs> I hope you buying the dip as well. This is not financial advice, but just telling you what we're doing. Uh, and then lastly, you got to give our, uh, our sponsors. They shouts out. So we're going to give our shouts out to Complete Insurance for, you know, for giving us uh, this office space for us to shoot in. Really gladly appreciate it. Um, and uh, the relationship as well. Then lastly, but not least, Base Hit Barbecue. Yeah. Big sponsors in the building, you know, so yeah. shouts out to Base Hit uh, out here in Chicago, Best Barbecue. Y'all yeah. tap in, tap in. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah. As y'all can see, we got a very, very special, special guest in the building today. You know, one of Chicago's young kings, princes, prince of the city type shit, <laughs> going, going crazy. So, yo, with no further ado, we're going to hop right in. Well, appreciate you joining us, my brother. Appreciate you having me. Uh, I guess I can get my name. Yeah, but, for uh, sure, for those yeah. who don't, yeah, you know, don't know. Uh, tell us who you are. My name's McKinley. Uh, McKinley Nelson. Uh, Auburn Gresham native. Um, fan of basketball, you know. You sure. know, if y'all know me, anybody in the city know me, uh, you know, I was in love with the game of basketball. I'm still in love with the game of basketball. I picked it up at the age of three, and it kind of just, you know, brought me, and along with some other things, it brought me to where I am now, and that's founding a nonprofit project, which I'm sure we'll get into. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So since, you know, you talked about your love of game for the basketball, and I know you played ball at a pretty popular high school mm-hmm. in Chicago. You yeah. know, tell us about that and the, uh, the culture of Chicago basketball. Yeah, for sure. Chicago basketball coaches. It's crazy. Uh, as I just, even from my perspective, you know, just even me being like a, a smarter kid, you know what I'm saying? My mom being an educator, like even me being in that environment, I felt like it was do or die for me too. Uh, it was do or die right. for everybody around me, you know what I'm saying? Like it was everybody yeah. around me's meal ticket, you know what I'm saying? Fact, so fact. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really have, like have a choice. So just if you want to eat, like you got to figure out how to put that ball in the basket. So I feel like that, that speaks on the culture alone in the city. But uh, my personal experience was pretty dope. Uh, I picked up a game at the age of three, right? Um, really random uh, elementary school on the, on the southwest side. <laughs> uh, hey, up, shout out to them. We ended up winning a, um, a city championship there, which is pretty cool. I uh, went on to play yeah. at, at Wimbledon, which is pretty dope. And then played at Wimbledon for four years. And, you know, everything leading up into my junior year of high school basketball was like McKinley's team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, not even really my sophomore year either, but like everything leading up to it was like, you know, McKinley Center, like McKinley, Darian, and Jordan. Like, people, that's what, you know, and Ryan, like, that's what people always talk about, like, those right. four, right, where these kids come from. You know what I'm saying? Them older kids, like, oh, uh, but when I got to win young, man, culture shock for show, right? Like, we're not those neighborhood hoopers that people, you know what I'm saying, looked up or looked around. It's like, yo, where they come from? You know, we were, I was in the gym with some real, some real animals, right? We used in the gym, that That humbled me a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four, obviously the biggest name. Um, sure. NBA guy right now. Jaleel? Jaleel, yeah. Okay, I play on the same thing? Yeah, I play with John. Okay. Miles Reynolds, hell of a basketball player as well. Yeah. Paul White, played at Oregon. LJ Peak, played at Georgetown. Some hoopers. Joe Tim, actually played at Limpong with us. Played at Vanderbilt, you know what I'm saying? Rodney Harrington played at Stanford. So we had, like, people on that team that could hoop. You know what I'm saying? That was solid. Beyond solid, bro. Solid little squad. We were pretty good, man. So definitely definitely got humbled when I went over there, right? But during that time, anyway, I was kind of off it. I just kind of felt like I wanted to be, like, an NBA agent, right? Around that time when I was in high school, like, my junior and senior year, I was, like, really, really fascinated with, like, Rich Paul and Maverick Carter, right? And Ja was the number one player in the world at the time. That's my right-hand man. So I'm thinking, like, 
And I had like a little phase my sophomore year in high school, actually, where I wanted to be a pilot, right? <laughs> so like, yeah, I used to tell my boys about like, yo, I, mean, I think I want to be a pilot. They were like, I was just like thinking like, dang, like, how can we work together? If you're a pilot, like maybe you can fly a team plane. And that's when the conversation just kind of took off where it's like, oh, we're going to work together. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's important. That's, that's right. and, and then that's when I wanted to be an NBA agent. So I had like my internships like with NBA agencies, right? Through like my senior year of high school, the summer before college, my first year of college, second year of college, like really like following Rich Paul. Mm. And then uh, I just kind of realized that wasn't for me. So um, you ever meet him? What was it that, you know, what made you feel that way? Um, man, I just kind of felt like I was just too much of like my own person to just be like, and no disrespect to somebody, because you got to do like the grassroots thing, but like, sure. I'm not, I don't want to go pick up no dudes from the airport when they get to Chicago and take them to Arrow and take them to Gears, like that kind of stuff. Like, I just felt like, you know, I work hard in school, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got my own stuff going on in Chicago. Like, I'm, and it was just like a really, like, babysitting business. Like, knocking on dudes' doors, wake up, you got practice in the morning. Like, and that's me, like, as a runner, you know what I'm saying? Me as a shorty, like, trying to get myself in the business. And I'm just like, these are my peers, you know what I'm saying? I want to kick it with them at nighttime. I'm out there in Summer League, right? I want to kick it with them at nighttime in Vegas. But it's like, nah, I'm on business because I'm got to be your alarm clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Right, I, just, right. I just realized that really, like, just wasn't for me or just, like, the steps that I had to take to get there wasn't really for me. Um, so I got out of there. So an agent is like a babysitter for real? Like, no, give no, it, no, give no, no, no. So, like, yeah. working in the agent is not a, a, a babysitter uh-huh. at all. Like, they got a lot of a lot of okay. and a lot of respect but like to work for an agency like internship wise yeah, starting you know off saying? you yeah, have to you start got, oh okay yeah, i got you know you. Saying? you gotta start low so it's like job for instance right like hella basketball player right, right. and he right. had and it's, is that my joint right there my bad because that's my phone mm-hmm. but yeah, job job hell of a basketball player right number one player in the world at the time and um you know you got like, all these usa rings and stuff like yeah. that's my point so like i was able to get like to shadow his agent you get what I'm saying? You. But even when he's shadowing his agent, it's like I was doing the stuff that his agent didn't want to do. Got you get you. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, wake this boy up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> just stuff like that. Just like, I mean, there's just like yeah. a bunch of other things that I'm not going to get into. Like, you know, right. yeah, what yeah. the details of my internship was, like where my internships were, because I had like different agencies, and I'm not bashing any agency, but me personally, uh, I just kind of felt like I had too much, too much pride to just be. No, nah, I feel that. Like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like, especially if that's your homie too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm back. So after you learned that wasn't for you, you know, what, what followed up? that? Yeah, a lot of things were going on at at one time during that time too, and that's something that I guess we could we could hop into right now. But um, uh, growing up in Chicago, I talked about how like you know the ball is like our meal ticket, right? And like. And that ball stopped bouncing everybody in the city. Like, we don't really have nothing else to pick up on because that's really all we know. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not making excuses for anybody, but that's just how it goes. Um, I picked up a ball at three. You know what I'm saying? There's people who pick it up before me. And if I didn't have, like, my mom at, at home, you know what I'm saying? You know my mom. Like, who knows where I would have ended up. You know what I'm saying? For so, sure. um, luckily, me having my mom as an educator, right? Like, working for Chicago Public Schools for, like, 20-something years at this point. Right. Um, school was always first, right? So, like, right. cool, like... I got a car when I was 16, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm on a basketball team with the young, the number one team in the country at this time. Like, I'm yeah. not the six-man, seven-man, eight-man on the team. Nothing close to it. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just It's a team. But, like, we in West Virginia, and there's kids outside in our hotel lobby with a McKinley Nelson poster on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It's like, I'm able to experience these things. Like, Ja, now I'm talking about Ja a lot because, like, I owe a lot to him. You know what I'm saying? But just, like, right. um being experienced stuff like that. Like I'm in Cameron Indoor Stadium at Duke, right? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is stuff that people in my neighborhood don't see. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Like Facts. we eating these nice dinners and stuff. I'm 18, I'm in a club at 18. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, yeah. it's stuff, like stuff that's different, <laughs> right? Like stuff that's different. And that was just like, just me from, I mean, just being in a, in a, a good position. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Which mind putting on vibrate, bro? My bad, it's probably yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. my yeah. sister, something it's like that. that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, it's just like, luckily I was just able to, you know, see different things, experience different things and stuff like that. Um, and everybody in my neighborhood didn't really have that opportunity. And so as I was able to like, you know, to, to dabble and stuff, like even experience different things is like college, right? Yeah. Um, when I went to college, right, the guys that I grew up with, they didn't go to college, right? Like mm-hmm. that wasn't really like part of their plan ever. For sure. And like while they were home in Chicago, like I was losing them to gun violence, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like. Yeah, While I'm crazy. hating this internship yeah. shit that I got going on right now, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm simultaneously losing my friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I'm confused about a lot of stuff. Like, 
my future, right? Like my safety, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm safe to even go home for funerals and stuff like that. Like Facts. if I'm next, you know what I'm saying? They can't get, I'm not the biggest gangster. I'm far from a gangster, right? But like people in Chicago don't care. They running the score up. So it's like, they trying to hit people where it hurt. You get what I'm saying? So it's definitely. like, am I next? Like I'm out here moving loose. Like, do I need a gun? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. do I need to be inviting people over my crib in Cincinnati? Like, do I come home for summers? It's just stuff like that. So like, even, I'm gonna be real with you. Like after my senior year of high school, I pretty much knew like, this internship stuff, like with this this agent and stuff like that, like that wasn't for me, right? But it's like I'm not going back to Chicago, so I'm gonna hop in another internship. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like yeah, me constantly, yeah, yeah. me constantly yeah. like, just putting myself in uncomfortable situations and stuff like that, and just me being in Cincinnati at that time, like at Xavier. Xavier is a hell of a school, right? Especially academically, the sport management program is one of the top programs in the country. But uh, me being there, like going through what I was going through, bro, like on some real life like depressed kind of stuff, right? Like not eating, not sleeping, like not going to class, like not showering, like and I told y'all in school was always, you know what I'm saying, first and stuff like that, but like I'm flunking out of school. Like this stuff is just like not like oh, wow. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm really going through it out there. Like my counselor is like a sixty five year old like white woman. She don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. Right. She don't know what she I'm can't relate. You know, yeah. she don't know what I'm talking about at all. No so it's just like yeah, I, yeah I, I scrapped school. I'm like, you know what? I gotta go home, right? So, so what was so what was that process of you getting into that? You know, was that something that you felt as soon as you got to college, or was man, that something that kind of like I, developed I, over time? I touched down on campus on a Friday, right? Mm-hmm. We had this thing called like, uh, or it, no, it was like a, a Wednesday, a Wednesday. We had this thing called like Man Reason, right? Where it was just like the freshman orientation kind of right, thing, right, 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 right. Wednesday, I'm getting to know everybody on campus. Like, you know, Thursday is cool. Friday, right? It's like a uh, freshman orientation party, right? So, uh, yeah. Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's over yeah. there. University of Cincinnati is over there. Xavier is over there. Like, yeah. all school. So, I'm in there, like, mingling. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. We pop back out Saturday night, right? Mm-hmm. Saturday night, like, you know, and this, we all boys are here. Like, Saturday night, call me a girl in there, right? So, yeah. everything's cool. Sunday morning, I wake up with the girl. Like, my phone blowing up. I don't know what's going on. Yo, you know what I mean? Your man just got killed in Chicago. This is my first, uh, my first four days in Cincinnati. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, like my boy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking over to her, crying to her. She don't know me. Y'all, you know, she baby last night. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm looking over to her, like crying to her, just thinking like anybody hugging me. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, um, right. But, and, and that was tough for me. And so like, you know, that whole next week, I was I was off a little bit. And I, that was how I, that Monday's when I started class. That's how I started out my college. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? My, my college life. So it was like, it was hard from the jump. And to make it even worse, man, like that following Sunday, another one of us got killed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, in that yeah. one period of time, Sunday to Sunday, right? Like I lost yeah. my friends. King and I lost my friend Deontay that I grew up, you know, in the Foster Park area with. So it was just like, what am I supposed to do? You know what I'm sure. saying? Like, I don't know nobody out here. Like, even the, the black people that were there, like, they from like, the most urban areas they were from, like the suburbs of Indianapolis, or like the suburbs of Cleveland right. and stuff like right. that. Nobody right. know what I'm talking about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, my, really. my, my hall director in my in my dorm. You know what I'm saying? Sending messages to my teachers. They, yo, are you okay? Like I appreciate you reaching out, but like leave me alone at the same time. So it's just like I really, I really, I was just messed up from the jump. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, after a while, start. I just could, I couldn't, I couldn't take that. So how how did you end up at Xavier? Uh, so yeah. I wanted to go, and I, I was telling you about this this rich problem Brian thing. So. I wanted to go to school. Uh, I thought Jai was gonna get drafted by the Lakers, okay, right? Right. Um, so I was looking at school in LA, um, okay. And then um, he got drafted by Philly, right? And I never applied to Temple. And right. Temple had a good sports management program, and I right. was never applied to that joint. Gotcha. Right? So um, I went to Xavier because of the sports management program. It's four hours from home, right? So I uh-huh. could just drive back and forth okay. to home all the time. I never experienced private school before, right? Right. So I wanted to see what was up with that. I got a scholarship. Um, so everything just kind of like worked out for me. And they had like a good basketball program. I'm a fan of yeah. basketball. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So sure. um, it just kind of made sense to me at the time. At yeah. least, you know what I'm saying? So, to go there. And then even while I was there, like I was thinking about, you know, like transferring the temple to be by my boy. But then like as I was there, I'm just like figuring myself out. I'm becoming my own man. I'm like, nah, like let me let folks do his thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Paul's in D.C. He doing his thing. He not trying to transfer schools to be with right. the boys. And, and don't get me wrong, like, every time I had a chance to on the weekends, I would go fly and see every one of my boys because I was just so proud of, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Yeah. First of their second year in college and John's first year in the league and stuff like that. Like, I wanted to be part of that. Like, the only thing I had going on on the weekends was my intramural games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wasn't trying to break. Like, social life in Cincinnati wasn't crazy like that where I was missing out on nothing. So, uh, that's pretty much how I, how I ended up there as a... Okay. For sure, for sure. 
Alright. So you get to Xavier, you start having, you know, you lose two of your homies in the first week. You know, so how long is it after that where you like, yo, I'm gonna have to make a change? Man, uh, really every day in my mind, I was thinking that like, I can't do this, I can't do this. But like, even my first semester in school, like I still, still performed really well, you know what I'm saying? I was almost like in denial, and it was just like, what I was telling you about taking those weekend trips, I was like distracting myself. Like that even, was even, escape. even, yeah, that was my yeah, way out, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Even like, to, like just now, bro, like, Literally last week I went on a retreat, like and for the first time, like I was away from my. Phone. I'll get into that in a second. But anyway, right, sure, during yeah. during during college, you know what I'm saying? Like I was just always distracting myself. Like I knew, like if I was in Cincinnati, since the social life wasn't that good, like I'd probably stay back in my room and just like be chilling, right? But like that's scary, right? Like right. my idle thoughts are scary. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm scared yeah. to like figure out like what I'm about to say to myself when I'm in here by myself. I don't mind. Double so, play pen, so let's 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 actually dabble on that because like you're saying you know you're not the only person that is a black man coming yeah. from you know the south side of chicago or whatever that's going to go to college and have similar experiences so how did you you know you talk about how those were your escape what if they what if someone can't escape like that and you know doesn't have the money to take a trip and get away like what were some of the things that you were doing to just cope and you know, to deal with all of that as you were going through school. The things that Good I was doing, I wouldn't—that's a hell of a question. But the things that I was doing, I wouldn't recommend it at all, and that's why I had to get out of Cincinnati. You know what I'm saying? Like, I—I would just say for the purpose of if my mom watching this right now, I—I <laughs> <laughs> drank and smoked more than I had time, right? You know what I'm saying? And just, uh, just being real, there's some other things that I was putting in my body too, right? Like I wasn't out here doing lines in the bathroom or nothing right, like right. that. But you know what I'm saying? Just like. Things to like make the day go by faster, you know what I'm saying, or whatever I needed to do. So, um, and that's that's another reason why like people just, you know, we talk about the, the, the drug stuff that we, you know, the music yeah. and stuff like that. Like people right. go through stuff, bro. Right. They yeah, go through stuff. Like, stuff. They did, bro. And people aren't really comfortable with talk therapy or like exactly. whatever other exactly. whatever other ways they have, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to figure stuff out. So it's just like um, I had to get out of Cincinnati and just to, you know, answer both of the questions at the same time, like, mm-hmm. it was an everyday struggle of, you know what I'm saying, me trying to, like, escape with what I, what I would find out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and my junior year was a point where I just, like, dead ass couldn't take it no more, right? Huh. So, like, sometimes I, like, I would go hoop, right? My intramural games, like, I could still hoop, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was right. solid at basketball. I know I hoped that when younger people were, like, really nice, you know what I'm saying? But I could hoop, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm leading in the murals and scoring, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that was my distraction, right? Like, so, all right, man, like, whatever, like, I'm trying to go get from 30. You know what I'm saying? Come back, come back, now I got something to talk about when I leave the gym. You know what I'm saying? Just something, like, every day to get me going. I'm just like, if I'm having a bad, like, Wednesday, like, okay, like, my interview game is Friday. Give me something to look forward to. So, like, that really held me together, too, as well. But, um, you know, I got a call. Like, my right-hand man's, like, from growing up, right? Like, one of my best friends from growing up. And I still talk to his mom today. His name is Julian, right? Juju. Um, and he was killed, right? Um, so, crazy, like, he got out of jail, you know, and I was talking to him more, and he was, like, on some really positive stuff, right? He started to close the line, right? And he was just like, man, like, I'm out the way, like, and I'm telling him, like, boy, like, for real, you know what I'm saying? Get it together, stuff like that. And I don't really know the story of, like, what happened and stuff like that, but uh, he ended up getting, he ended up getting killed, right? And I remember, like, right before he got killed, he changed his phone number, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, I had his phone number, though, you know, so I was FaceTiming him, like, I don't remember the exact dates, right? But say, for instance, like, he died, like, on a Wednesday, right? I think he did die on a Wednesday. I'm, if, I'm, if I'm wrong, excuse me. But I talked to him Monday, right? And I'm like, yo, come down to Cincinnati on Thursday, right? Because there's a Chief Keep concert on Friday, right? right? Keep can't do shows in Chicago. Like, that's something we could bond on. I ain't seen you in a while. You're fresh out of right. You know what I'm saying? Like, come down and kick with me, right? Like, not even thinking that, like, on Wednesday, I'm going to lose this right. man. You know what I'm saying? Right. And as... Like, as I got that call, like, I got a call from my friend, Devon, and he's like, yo, like, you know, you heard about Juju, right? And I'm like, do you mean I heard from him? Like, he just got a new number. I can see his number, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, no, like, right. I heard about him. Like, he got killed. Mm. And this is, like, halftime of my intramural game, mm. right? So I'm getting started wow. basketball to my escape. Now, obviously, it's F basketball, you know what I'm saying? Because every time I go in the gym, I hear it's ball bouncing. I get the same. thoughts of, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm right. thoughts of just, like, me and my dog, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like I didn't have basketball to lean on anymore either, right? So it just kind of got to a point where it's like, that's tough. You know what I'm saying? My, I, I, I opened up like you know the show by talking about like my love for the game. You know what I'm saying? It's like if 
that's taking away from me. You know what I'm saying? My boy's taking from me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know where I'm headed career-wise. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody in Cincinnati to talk to. I'm like, bruh, I got to get out of here. I got to get yeah. out of here. And, like, I told you about my mom being an educator. I'm calling her like, yo, she boy, you almost done school. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hold on. Like, hang tight. I'm like, nah, like, I really got to go home. You tripping. Yeah. Right? So I put my stuff in the car and I left. Like, and I showed up to the crib. Like, I told you I'm not playing. Like, Hey, straight up. But you, you hit on a hey. couple very important things. You talked about literally taking trips, and then you talked about, you know, the drinking and the smoking, which a lot of people do, right. and then some. You talked about taking trips externally, but not internally, though. Right. And I right. feel like so many of us do that all the time. You know, we try to t get a, a temporary escape for, uh, you know, a pain that's been going on inside of us for a while. Facts. So I think that that's a lot of game and a lot of wisdom that you just, just dropped right there, just yeah. talking about that. And, and, and it was crazy, it's like, excuse me. It was like, um, as I'm like, you know, trying to figure out my way of like feeling better, getting through the day or drinking, right? Like me being drunk and like crazy and angry, I'm hurting everybody around me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like going in relationships with people, right? Like I'm out with my boys and stuff. After a while, they're like, "Alright, that's Ken. Like he tripped." You know what I'm saying? But like right. I don't want to be like off like my rocker and then like take some drinks and then I really get the tweak and I'm beating up white boys in the college bar. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like all types of stuff where I'm not like I'm not myself. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it's sure. like sometimes I have good nights where I'll get drunk and I forget about it and I'll go home with a lady and everything right. is cool, right? But like other nights I'll be like crazy. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like trying to figure out who I really am. Like, am I this man? You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like a lot of things that were going through my head and even these things were going into my head like through last week and that's why I took that took that time. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like even today, like every single day is like a journey, bro. You know what right. I'm saying? Like there are things that like something is taken from you, you lost something, whatever, like you get it back, like you feel a little better. Like the things that I feel like I lost and were taken from me, I'm never getting them back. So I feel like I would never be the same. You know what All I'm right. saying? Yeah. So it's just like every day is like a journey um, for me to just like really check on myself and make sure I'm okay. And sometimes I go to talk therapy consistently for like 15 weeks, right? Yeah. Like, and I'm straight, I don't need it no more. And I do something that's like unlike myself. I'm right. Like, you nah, right back in it. You gotta get back in it. Mental health is important. So, and that's something you really, really yeah. tapping into for sure. Especially my, us as black men. Yeah, yeah no, I just got something that. I want to ask is because like I know we're looking back at it. And but my biggest question is like during that time, like your first three years in college, were you did you consciously know that you were depressed or is this just like foresight? You looking back on it like, yo, I was depressed. Like I was going through this, that and the third. I definitely, I, I, definitely, I definitely knew something that was going on. Um, uh -huh. At first, like I was tricking myself into thinking like I'm staying in my room because Cincinnati is lame. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't want to pop up to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm thinking. But like, right. I'm 21. My, I got a real ID now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why, why I'm not outside right now? I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> and that's when I really started, like, kind of putting it together. Like, nah, this ain't right. And then, like, I had a roommate, you know, my boy Donnie. And I, I'm still super close to him. I talk to him on my way here. You know, he come knock on my door like, hey, get your dirty ass in the shower. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Stuff like that where it's like, damn, bro, I ain't showered in a couple of days. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. we, we used to walk to class together. We have classes, like, you know, in the... In, buildings like next to each other, uh -huh. right? 10 o'clock, we'll walk down the hill from my crib, you know what uh -huh. I'm saying? No, nah, I'm not gonna make it today, bro. All right, I'm not gonna make it today. He, all right, like, you know what I'm saying? It's time uh -huh. for you to go to class. Yeah. So you missed yeah. three days in a row. So something was definitely going on. I kind of like, you know, I guess processed it a, a little slower, right? And right. then um, just me coming home and getting like some real help, I realized I kind of broke it down and like what was what was really going on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I yeah. No, I think that's a, a, a big point because I think people, now are unconsciously doing things that, that make them feel better, but they don't want to really address the yeah, issue that's real, going on inside of them. They should take a trip inside internally. Yeah. So I think that's one of those big things we talk about with mental health and helping that out. But yeah, thanks yeah. for going into that, bro. Real yeah, talk. Yeah, sure, that's important. Percent, bro. Yeah. All right, so we got you you're back at the crib. You just left Cincinnati. How do you go from you know leaving college back to the crib? to, you know, you starting this this program that's been helping, you know, thousands of people. 
Man, I got some 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 help. Uh, First, let, let's start off with what what is Project Switch? You know, we talk we we, we know you do it, we know yeah, you run fact, it, right. but what so, is it? You know, for everybody so, that's so watching. Project Switch. It, I mean, you hear Switch, you, you hear me talk about the love of the game of basketball. Like, you know, obviously it has something to do with basketball, right? Um, but it's it's a nonprofit I, I developed to to use basketball like as an anti-violence initiative, right? So Dope. when we had like when the world was opening, luckily the world was kind of opening back up, but like, you know, around like this time last year and a whole year, like running before that, uh, we set up shopping like all of the hoods in the city, right? And I'm talking about like, you know, West Garfield to like Inglewood. The worst hoods, like, outside. During during the highest crime time. So it wasn't even right. like we was in there like Saturday mornings, like right. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, like in these hoods, right? Like. Right. Yeah, bro, you scared? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, that yeah. kind of stuff. I was getting that kind of kickback. It's like, bro, like, I'm doing this work for a reason. You know what I'm right. saying? So, we in these hoods, we getting all the guys, like, who be in the neighborhood, like, off the streets, and they in the gym with us. You know what right. I'm saying? So, like, say, for instance, you don't want to come hoop, and somebody out there slide, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the situation is, like, you could just come in the gym, and you're going to miss out on something happening in your neighborhood if you just in the gym with right. us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. we luckily, like, we were able to get some, some partnerships, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, we were able to get some free food, you know what I'm saying? We were able to get uh, everybody in the gym, like, some food, right? Uh, we had a DJ in there. Um, uh, we had, um, like, a real photographer in there, so the kids would, like, post up their flicks and stuff yeah, like that. Just give them that. Yeah. And the gym was packed every week, every location. That's so dope. Like, they had that real, like, high school or, like, college atmosphere. Yeah. And that's the biggest stage people ever really played on, you know what I'm yeah. saying, that come from the neighborhood. So that's what that's what we, what we wanted to do. But, like, as we got the guys in the street, I mean, from out, out the streets and – had these conversations with them about violence and how violence affected them, we kind of like took a deeper dive and we're like, yo, like there's something mentally going on, you know what I'm saying, within the community. Yeah. And me from firsthand, like developing this foundation because of what I went through, you know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I know that there's some mental health work that needs to be done. And so COVID kind of happened like right on time. And I got an office and just in the office space, we've been doing like nothing but like mental health work. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's yeah. like meditation, right? Like yoga classes, like art therapy, massage therapy, like anything that I could possibly think of, yeah. like unconventional, like dog therapy, you know what I'm saying? Just like make people heal like at any ways that they can, That's you amazing. know what I'm saying? So, so um, as I was home, you know, getting the help for it, I realized like, you know, I'm lucky enough to have, you know, a, a family and a foundation like mine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who's gonna put me in the right steps and make sure I feel better, but like everybody is unfortunate to have that opportunity to have that family, you know what I'm saying? And so. Um, I'm thinking, like, from my perspective, right, like, if I could give every kid in Chicago, like, free therapy, I would, right? If I was a therapist, yeah. like, I'd go to these hoods, and, you know what I'm saying, that would be my thing. But it was just, like, the only thing right. I can do is my, my work in, like, trying to prevent the problems from happening in the first right. place. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So if we in the gym with us, you know what I'm saying, we kicking it, we catching the vibe, you get home safe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that I'm doing my part in, in lowering the crime rate and, Making sure another kid doesn't feel the way that I felt. So that was that was that's, that's dope. Yeah, that's, that's a dope concept. Amazing, I didn't even know that. You know, that's, that's dope concept. That's how we got going, man. All right, yeah. so we're gonna dive even deep into it. But before that, you know, what was your why? What was your motivation? Your inspiration for creating it in the first place? And then who helped you to get it up? Because we all know, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want right. to go far, go together. Right. So, you know, talk about your team and, and, and that stuff. My why, my why was I felt like I had to, right? For myself, because um, I just kind of felt like, you know, I'm obviously not going to be getting my, my lick back in the streets or nothing like that. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. Like, that's not, that's not how I was raised. You know, you know yourself. Like, yeah, so I, I know myself. So it's like, how can I, like, make myself feel better? Or how can I, like, make my neighborhood safer? Like, how can I, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do, right? So right. that's why I, I personally didn't want to go through that shit like, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I know for a fact, like, the other kids in the city who heard them, like I was at the time, don't want to go through that. You know what I'm saying? I named, like, the two, two guys that I lost in my first week. But, like, and during that duration of college, like, I lost a lot of people. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. when it's hot, it's hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, um, you know, I just was trying to figure, like, what, what I could do, you know? And, and that was that was my reason. Like, that's how I, how I got going. And then, actually, I kicked it off with a charity basketball game. At a game at Whitney Young, and like I was trying to think, like, what could I do to like get the name like Project Switch out there, right? So I invited back like every basketball player that I played with or played against that made it to like 
a higher level, put all their names and faces on a flyer, man, and just like invited the whole city out for a charity yeah. basketball game. Yeah. Had all my friends like donate $25 and, you know, at least $25 for a book bag and the school supplies and stuff like that. And we raised a bunch of bread and we were able to give away 1,500 book bags, right? That's dope. Uh, and at that time, you know what I'm saying, like Nike had like the, the church event going uh-huh. on or whatever, right? I don't know if you remember that, like Nike basketball had like a church event and they had uh-huh. a, a church event like two blocks away, right? Uh-huh. From what I heard, because I wasn't there, like a lot of people weren't at a church event, right? But they were at the Project Switch event yeah. when you're young, right? So that's when everybody got on notice, like, who the hell is this little boy that got out? Who got all these people in here? And from there, like, literally, that, that game was August 18th. I went to the Drake concert after that with my boys. So on August 19th, I went back to Cincinnati, right? Yeah. So I'm like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got to go through this all over again, man. Like, things are rolling. Like, what can I do? What can I do? You know, and I, I, I kind of, like, dug it out, you know, for that semester and stuff like that. But I had to get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? I, I, so this is when I want to try. I tried to go back to college. You know what I'm saying? Right. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? And even now, I'm just like, yo, like, things are rolling for me. Like, I feel clearer when I'm in Chicago. Like, I have a business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can make something out of this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, why am I making myself miserable here? Like, and even though I was in a better space from getting help, I'm just like, Having reminders like I'm still in the same crib, right? right. So even being in that room, like, damn, I'm really gonna be in this room eight days straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like I gotta yeah. get out of here. Yeah. I gotta get out of here. So like, I left, bro. I, I, I left. And hey, I, I, I was full, like, yeah. full, like, hands on with this stuff. And my first event when I came back was a mental health panel, right? Uh, I had a WNBA player and an NBA player on the panel, John Lene Harper, and they were up there just expressing like how important it is to be like vulnerable. And uh, just talk about the things that you're going through and get help. And like we did that in Inglewood, and every kid in Inglewood like took something from that because it was like their peer talking to them about mental health. That's a conversation that they never Never even had before. They didn't know that existed. You know what that is. And now (laughs) it's a little more popular now than it was then. But it's just like them kids in there left with something like, dang, like. That's why I can't sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, and they, right. and I know people in that community have seen so much, right? Because like, Absolutely. people, me being like as sheltered as I was, I seen a lot, right? Exactly. And I wasn't outside. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I know for a fact, just like, just the way it works, like probability-wise, you know what I'm saying? I know they, they've been affected by this stuff way more than I have, so. And I just want to point yeah. something out for, you know, I have a, obviously a lot of people that don't really understand the struggle of, you know, African-American youth in the city and everything. And so for those viewers, I just, I want to really harp on that. So can you just, how many people did you lose in college first? I think, I think, I think from the time I was like, left high school, so I say like right now, right? Like, like 12 to 15 people. 12 to 15 people. Uh, 12 to 15 friends, close friends. Close friends, and what's crazy about it is just like, I talked about this earlier, like Chicago streets and Chicago basketball are just like so connected where it's just like, if you picked up a ball in the city, like I'm gonna know who you right, are. You know, you. you know what I'm right, saying? You when know. that ball stopped and you wanted them, you know what I'm saying? You wanted them gangsters, I'm gonna know who you are. And that's another reason why I was comfortable going to every neighborhood because it's just like, right. they, nah, they, they know, they know you're hooping, you know exactly. But um, anyways, I say that to just, you know, it's, it's like people, people tend to look like, why don't, you know, why don't, you know, these kids go to college? Why don't these kids, you know, make it through college. And it's, it's so important to really understand, like, co- like you're saying, college don't matter when, you know, the basic needs and priorities of people that ho- at home aren't being met or you're losing friends left and right. How, you, how am I focusing in class when I'm getting a call every second about something going on, something bad happening? Um, and so I just, yeah, I just really want to shed light on that perspective that a lot of people don't get, you right. know, uh, right. around the world, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. People who aren't from urban neighborhoods, exactly, they never exactly, understand. They exactly. would never understand. Like, my man, like, even I talked to somebody else in Cincinnati, right? And, you know, I was talking to him, and I'm like, yeah, man. And I think this is like my, like, sports management, like, advisor or something mm-hmm. like that. And, like, I know he lost his son, right? And, you know, he was t- telling me about losing his son and stuff like that. But, like, I think he lost his son to suicide, if I'm not wrong. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? That's tough. That was the only like real conversation I had with somebody in Cincinnati in my like three and a half years there because it was like I wanted to be his son you get what I'm saying like I'm 
messed up mentally. Like, that's crazy. I know, and, and this is just like that's deep, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and this, and this wow. is not like this is not like a conversation where it was like, you know, like I'm doing this for attention or like I'm sad. Like nobody even knew I was sad unless she was close to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I wasn't. I wasn't like during this whole time. I didn't answer my sister's phone call. I didn't talk to yeah. nobody. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't talking to like nobody. Like me and her had like a whole like situation of like trying to repair our relationship because she like I went nine months without talking to my sister. You know wow. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want nobody to see me in this space. Like nothing. Like me and my dad didn't talk. You know right. what I'm saying? And this is where like I felt like I needed my dad the most. Right. You get what I'm saying? So it was just like yeah. talking to talking to that guy and, and that was Mr. Oberden. You know what I'm saying? Me having a conversation with him and thinking to myself like. And I don't want to be too deep about this at all, but it's like, do your thing, bro. Yeah. Damn, like, yo, yo, son, like, he snapped. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He he got out of that shit. Like, right. I want to get out of that shit. That's what I'm thinking right. of myself. But like now, like being on the other side of it, bro, like that would have been some of the dumbest shit I would have done in the world. You right. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this, like look at look now, bro. Fifteen hundred kids in like two years are like impacted by our program. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Yeah. My mom loved me to death. Why would I ruin her life like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, my sister, my dad, like, all of my friends and my family, like, the basketball community, like, you know what I'm saying? Why, 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 and that, and that's, and sometimes we in a situation where it's like, it does get, like, too heavy, right? Mm -hmm. It does get too heavy, but, like, and whoever, like, has to go through this, bro, like, you're not doing anything wrong because I was there. I was 100% there, like, and I want, and, like, even sometimes, like, and I'm just gonna be real, like, I've tried before. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I woke up from it and I was like, damn, bro, like, this could have happened. I'm leaving people behind, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I wanted to be there and I'm, it don't make you like less of a man or nothing like that. But I'm just saying, me, like, on the other, other side of it, I'm happy I stuck with it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. it, it might not get better for a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But me, like, on my personal side of it, like, I'm happy I stuck with it because it's just like, other kids who are talking about it, like, I can relate to them about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The shit was like so painful and so dark and you don't see anything else and nobody knows what you're going through and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like me at 21, like I have my whole life ahead of me, bro. I've never been married yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. I haven't had kids. Like I wouldn't have seen like my future, bro. I've been on billboards on Madison Square Garden, bro. Like outside Staples Center. You get what I'm saying? Like at 21, that's not the decision. That's not the decision you need to make, bro. Right. Like, when I see like high school stuff, you know, like adult stuff and stuff like that, bro, it's like, it's hard, you know what I'm saying, to like look at it, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, damn, bro, like I understand. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I understand. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like bro, I you... get it, bro. Like I, I get it, bro. But it's just like as a youth, as a minor, bro, and I'm saying this because like I'm, I'm talking to somebody right now. Yeah, exactly. Cool. You are yeah, not for sure. As a as a youth, bro, as a minor, surely like live your life. Live your life, surely. You know what I'm saying? Like for sure. You don't know, like who you know what I'm saying? Like you don't know. Who the hell you gonna run into? Who, gonna who you gonna impact? Right. One life, one you impact one life in this world. That's all. That's one it's life, worth it. You know. Sometimes I be like, I say it out loud. Damn, fifteen hundred a lot of people. You just get, yeah. but you really just, you know, getting started, bro. That's gonna be fifteen hundred. the iceberg. So it's just, I don't know, bro. It's, it's just, a song. This shit, this shit gets heavy, bro. And just like, you know, even like, you know, there are amazing philanthropists in Chicago, right? Like, mm. shout yeah. out Barney, right? Yeah. I love yeah. Eaglewood Barney. That's yeah. my dog. You know what I'm shout saying? Shout out like, Eaglewood Barney. Fate Town, yeah. right? Yeah, shout uh, out Eaglewood Barney. Crazy stuff in, in Englewood. Think outside the block. My boy Kenny Doss, right? Shout out to my, my little bro, like, um, Jaquille Jackson, right? With Project I Am, doing crazy stuff with homelessness, right? Amazing, like, amazing work in the city, bro. You see them, like, they on interviews and they on TV and stuff like that. And I'm so proud of them, bro. So right. proud of them, bro. But like, I just feel like, and they, they are doing like, they're snapping in their respective work. And my work is totally different. But like, I don't, and me from me being on those billboards and stuff like that, that was a shocker to me, bro. Because I don't have camera work. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a kid in my crib right now in my program that's living with me because he don't have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't, we don't record when I go speak at the kids' funerals after they right. die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't record when I go speak at the kids' funerals after they, they kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't. So, like, I'm in a, a much different, like, where it's heavy on me, where it's just like, even sometimes I have these conversations with myself, like, damn, am I putting myself back in the situation that I got out of? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, am yeah. I making this shit heavy on me all over again? 
but it's like I'm I'm here for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes I do need to do a retreat. Sometimes, like last night, I need to go to the strip club in Miami. Remind myself, <laughs> I, I remind myself that I'm 24. You know what I'm saying? Because the stuff does yeah. heavy. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just want to bring it all back together, bro. Like I said, as a as a young dude in the city, bro, like it's gonna be hard. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be hard, bro. You are gonna see things that you you don't want to see. You gonna be a part of things that you don't want to see. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you gotta keep going. You never know what's on the other side, bro. Hey, bro, that was bro, that was so heavy that what you just shared. Thank you, thank you so much for sharing that. Salute to you, you you speaking to a a lot of a lot of people that are walking around with things that are heavy. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And it's crazy that you talked to my man and his son wanted to out him. Well, he did out himself. And you say that wanted to be you. Yeah. But, you know, especially as men, we know one of the most important thing in life is us finding our purpose. Right. Facts. So when you find your purpose, you know, you have a reason to live. Type of move. So it's, it's a beautiful thing that so, sometimes unfortunate things have to happen yeah. for you to, you know, find the life and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So talk to us more about how you know, you talked about y'all doing meditation. Y'all talked about all the other things. You know, how did y'all, you know, come up with that idea? That's, that's, what that's was, something. You know, what was the strategy behind that? That's something that, that I did that helped me out a lot, right? Um, and we we in here chatting, and I I I made like some some mistakes. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in my time of like growing up as an adult, as a young man, you know what I'm saying? Guaranteed. And so like me being like real with myself, like looking in the mirror, bro, like whatever led to this event, you know what I'm saying? Or like, whatever, like, you know what I'm saying, cause it or like, whatever the backstory was, like, I can only control what I can control. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I need to like, avoid like, getting in those situations where I can make another bad move. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, to control like, my peace, right? To control like, my sanity. You know what I'm saying? Like, to control like, be in control of like, my decisions, bro. I need to just like, be more comfortable with myself, bro. And like, uh, something that I, I found myself like a lot doing a lot better and just me being like an entrepreneur right like just pick up and do things when I want to right like that was something that was like cool at the time you get what I'm saying but like I was at my best performing and my best like academically like you know what I'm saying like mentally like when I had discipline when I had structure you know what I'm saying so right. I incorporated like a 7 a.m. yoga class every day into my, my, my routine wake up do a yoga class, you know what so, I'm saying? Right. Talk, talk to people about the impacts of yoga too, because a lot of people hear yoga and meditation, but they For like, sure. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not flexible at all, right? I, <laughs> I'm not going to like a group class, right? Like luckily during during the pandemic, like everything was virtual, right? So, so I just be in front of like the TV doing whatever I can, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I live alone, uh, or you know, before Shorty moved in, I live alone, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just going through the motions or whatever, like really like, I don't even think I was really doing like what the, the lady was doing on the TV. You know what I'm right. saying? It was really just like an hour of like me getting like refreshed and like starting myself on like the best mental note that I could possibly start myself right. on. You know what I'm saying? So uh, really just relaxing, bro. Like, and just being real with you, just like, you know, seeing things and, and being a part of things. Like, I have like a little bit of PTSD, right? So, like, sometimes it's hard for me to sleep, right? Like, I get noticed in my sleep, or I have like bad dreams and stuff like that. But, like, I try my best to like wake up on a solid note and not carry what happened overnight until my next day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was that was pretty much my reason for it. You know what I'm saying? It's just even just I don't know, bro. I just felt I felt like I needed to just bring myself like level headed every morning. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I've always been spoiled like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Smart mouth little boy, you know what I'm saying? Like something, <laughs> something pissed me off in the morning. Like my whole day messed up. You know what I'm so I wanted to bring myself where it's just like I don't ruin everybody else's day around me as well because I know I can rub people the wrong way sometimes, and that's just me being real with myself. You know what I'm saying? Just me not getting my way or people not being on time. Just like little things that I shouldn't be crying about. You know what I'm saying? Just like starting my day off more chill. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. All right, so. I know you work with, well, we know you work with thousands of kids. You've done a lot of different events. Talk to us about a moment or two or however many you want to that you was like, damn, this is, I'm doing, I'm walking to my purpose or a moment that just changed your life. You know, most fulfilling moments and so forth. So my, my first event, um, 
uh, like I get, we gave away like some shoes and stuff like that. You know, a, a few few brands helped us out with some shoes, and we gave away shoes at the event. And I remember like coming home for a weekend for something like I don't know, uh, like a holiday or something. Um, and I saw the one of the kids who got a shoe, a pair of shoes, and he ran up to me in a gas station like, "Bro, you gave me my first pair of Jordans." You know what I'm saying? Like that was heavy, right? Um, that was dope, like initially. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like, dang, like. Okay, that feels good. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Or like even I would get like notes, you know, in the mail, like, yo, like without my, my kids coming to the charity game, like they wouldn't have had a book bag. Like that felt good, right? Mm-hmm. But then like, and I don't want to really like break down about this, but like we had a kid in our foundation named Akil, right? Super, super, super special kid, bro. Like super special kid. Like I would go like to Dunbar, you know what I'm saying, on, on Fridays. Um, and like that's where his, his, his like, you know, we have stuff on the low end. And, like, afterwards, like, he would always be the kid that, like, wanted to play one-on-one, like, really, really, like, special kid, bro. Like, and I was on my way to speak at an event in Cancun uh, with Steve Harvey. Oh, that's wow. it, boy. And so, like, um, and I was I was dating dating a girl at the time, right? So she was coming from the city that she was in, you know. If I tell the location, people don't know. But she was coming. She was coming. She was coming from the city, city that she was in, you know. So I'm all excited, you know. So had a layover in like Mexico City. She had a layover somewhere else. Like we chatting about it, right? And first thing I do, obviously, when you get like, you land somewhere, like you text your people you close to, you text your girl, you know, you text your mom, like, yo, I made it on my layover, stuff like that. I'm getting texts from like 25 of the kids in the foundation. Like, yo, like, Akil is dead. Akil is dead. So I'm like, nah, no way. So I'm boarding my flight to get back. You know what I'm saying? I'm boarding my flight to get back on there. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to get to Cancun and like, I got all people on our, so shout out to Steve Harvey. Like, he housed a lot of us on, like, the resort, right? So, to Steve Harvey. So, uh, like, my, you know, my, my, my boy Omar, my boy Kenny, you know what I'm saying, and other people who are part of the foundation who are no longer part of the foundation were there. He gave us, like, you know, all-inclusive, like, resort stuff. We out there jet skiing, like, we having a great time. But on my way to that, you know, and it's a fake vacation anyway for free, low-key, but <laughs> on, my, on, my, on, my, on my way on to that, um, you know, they tell me Akil is dead. And so, you know, like I'm tapping out by the Wi-Fi, like trying to figure out what was going on, what was going on. And they said that he killed himself, right? Mm. Wow. And so, That's and like, I promise you, like the happiest kid I ever met in my life, bro. Ever met in my lifetime. Like happiest kid I ever met in my lifetime. So mentally, like I'm a little off, right? And you know, late night, like we're drinking in, in Cancun and like we're all sitting at a table like this, bro. And we're like, because I got my work team with me and I got my girl with me at the time. And we sitting there, we talking about it like, yo, like, we got to step this shit up, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got to, we got to do something more. Like, we got to, and that's when we, like, the idea of, like, the mental health stuff started coming into it. Like, we got to, we got to step this stuff up. And we had, like, real conversations or whatever. And she was just like, yo, like, my girl at the time was like, yo, like, you don't know, you know what I'm saying, if he was looking forward to that Friday, how many Fridays he was looking forward to, you know what I'm saying? He could have done it a long time ago without the foundation. Right. And so I fly back home, I have an event, but I'm speaking somewhere, I shoot straight to the funeral, right? The mom, like, you know, uh, or the pastor, somebody's like, yo, does anybody have any, like, testimonies or something like that? So obviously, it's my little brother, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go up there, sure. people in the foundation go up there with me, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, like, this is McKinley Nelson, and nobody, like, really, like, looked up, you know what I'm saying? Nobody said anything. I'm like, yo, founder Project Switch, few people looked up, right? And I'm like, yeah, we hosted like where I kill used to play basketball every Friday and everybody looked up, bro. And was like, wow, like he loved y'all program. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And afterwards, like I got a chance to talk to his sister. And his sister was like, you kept him around a lot more Fridays. Mm. That was like the biggest impact that I ever got in my life, bro. That was like the biggest, like. Sorry, this is going to because yeah, I felt that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, y'all, y'all know I lost my dad, right? Right. To suicide. So, right. and that's a thought I always have is, you know, obviously I feel like gone too soon, you know? Right. Um, but I always think about, I always think about, like, maybe this is, you know, damn, I'm struggling to get this out. Nah, like, it's all good, but I always thought about, like, Maybe because of, you know, all the stuff that my brother and I was doing, all the love that, you know, we brought him and all the goodness we brought in his life. Maybe we gave him an extra 20 years. Maybe we gave him an extra 25, 30 years. Absolutely, you know bro. Something bro. like that. So Absolutely, bro. 
that's a that's a that one. And and and, and and I was thinking about that when I was talking about myself at twenty one, bro. Like, and I was saying like I haven't had an opportunity to be married, I have an opportunity to have kids and stuff like that. Like I was thinking of like you know, that's Uncle Dion. You exactly, know what I'm saying? Exactly, like, exactly. So so obviously like that's something I was thinking about. It's just like just comparing that to like the IQ situation, where like the happiest kid in the world, you never know what they're exactly, going through. You know what I'm saying? You never know what they're going through, and to know like that I was like you know a part. Not I was the reason why. Right, you know, inspiration. but I, I had a, a small part of giving him something to look forward to on a weekly basis, bro. Like yeah. that meant a lot to me. That's so right. I'm like, we gotta keep going. How you know old was he? He was a, he was a senior in high school, senior high a school. junior or senior in high school. Mm, he was wow. urban prep. Wow. Um, rest in peace, rest in peace so, to everybody that's been named, man. It's been yeah. a lot of names. Yeah, um, man. It's that's heavy. That's, it's heavy, bro. Heavy. And yeah. y'all, that situation, I'm not gonna touch too deep, bro. But you know, both. Especially with your situation, bro, it's it's so heavy, man. Super heavy, and it's bro. just like you never know what people are going through. You never know what people are battling with exactly. behind closed doors. Absolutely, so you already know it's all love. Oh, y'all already know it's all family up here for sure. It's nothing but love. But um, that's why you gotta just be thoughtful and be just be solid yeah. with people at man. all times, man. At all yeah. times, you never know what anybody's going through. People show you. What they want to show you, you know, no more. Every anybody that knew my dad would have never thought, you know, yeah. because you know anybody can be what you what what they want want you to see at any moment, right? right. So you know, as McKinley was saying with Akil, you know, in the in that moment he was happy, right? Because he's doing something that he's happy with doing, and that makes him happy. So, but you don't you're not around him twenty four seven to know, you know, that the other twenty two hours of his days, you know, are are sad for him. Right, and so it's just like you just never know, man. So spread yeah, kindness. Yeah, that's this. I feel like there's nothing in this world that can impact you more than um, the feedback from a child or from their family. You know. Mm. Yeah, I, will, I, will, I swear, I wish I could have heard that in a different kind of way, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Was like, Absolutely. Like, but that was like, I feel like that was like not that was the most like traumatic it could get. You know what I'm saying? Like. And like yeah. you kept my brother around, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. it's just the way in it. I'm not saying like it makes sense because he was so happy in there. Like he just seemed like a happy yeah, kid to me. But exactly. it's just like I'm happy to know that like I could be a part of something that made him that happy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. Something that's, so, that's, that's that's something we think about often, man. Because like you know we lose kids to, to gun violence all the time in our foundation. That's just me being real. Like I'm doing everything that I can. Right, like, and COVID stopped a lot of us. So, like, naturally, I'm at more funerals than I'm, I've ever been at in my lifetime because they don't have the opportunity to go hoop, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that because gyms and parks and stuff are closed. But it's like the way I killed died, bro, like, that was just like a different kind of like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just 1,500 kids, like, I'm not gonna know every kid face, I'm not gonna know every kid name, I'm not even gonna say everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that surely was special, you know what I'm saying? So, it was just like. That, that that hurt me, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. that me me hearing that kind of helped me heal a little bit from it, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. But it's just like I, I, I put myself in this position where it's like I I don't wanna say like I overcommitted to stuff, you know what I'm saying? But I put myself in this position where like when stuff happens in the city, like I blame myself, right? Like I feel guilty for it, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Like not only yeah. like captain save everybody kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like I've been committed to this stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I'll go like Six months without putting something on the gram, bro. But every like, I'm pretty sure that was a call from one of the shorts. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like every day, every day is, is different. Like I'm committed to this now, but it's just like me tap tapping into like mental health stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I'm being focused on mental health stuff. Like I can't lose another kid. I can't do it. I can't like I, somebody shooting somebody. It's like out of my control. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm right. every shit. I can't go through that shit again, bro. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? No way. Cause like, I killed, could have, and I'm not nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was his age. I was messed up mentally. I I started a foundation. I was able to help some people. You know what I'm saying? He could have been McKinley and then son. You get what I'm right. saying? Like his story could have been something that got him on a billboard or on yeah. national TV. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Or you know just sure. stuff like that. So it's just like, um, that's the thing. Yeah. Hey, bro. Well, we appreciate you, the whole city. Appreciate all the work you're doing. Sure. We need more like you, so keep going. I mean, I feel like that that just need to be an example that 
you you literally saving lives out here, bro. So that's a blessing. So you you know keep keep doing what you do. Facts. All right, we're gonna switch it to a little bit of a, um, a lighter note. Yeah. Um. So before COVID, I like to say this was like the last time Chicago was open. Uh, 2019 All Star Game, first time Chicago had an All Star Game. Mm-hmm. Shit before niggas was born. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know, talk to us about your involvement in that and what that meant to you, and you know all the things y'all did for the for the city of Chicago as well. For sure, I guess people saw a lot of like the big scale stuff, but like the personal stuff that I did, um, which was really really dope. And like I did it like low key in private. Um, we had an event with um, I don't want to forget everybody, but uh, Iman. Uh, it's a, it's an organization um, Iman, that that does a lot of work. Um, uh, in the community, um, Chicago Cred, um, another organization, Arnie Duncan, Spearheads, that um, Project Swish, obviously, and um, oh man, oh Charles Johnson, another guy um, who who really like led the project. Right, we came together and we got Billy Moore. You guys know who Billy Moore is? No. Billy Moore is the guy who went to jail for murdering Ben Wilson. Right. Ooh. Oh yeah. So we got him. To sit on a stage, wow, Ooh, with Billy, with with Ben's family, wow, Ooh. with Ben's with Ben's two brothers, wow. And yeah. we, and can, you, can you go into detail on who uh, yeah. Ben was or what? So so Bill so Wilson, from from what I heard, man, um, number one player in the world, right? Uh, played at Simeon. He was murdered. Um, I think on like a lunch break or after school or something yeah. like that. Um, outside of Simeon. Um, I don't really want to get into the story because I've heard right. you know, different stories Something about that and I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, at the end of the day, um, Billy Moore and somebody else was, was arrested for it. And so during All-Star, um, we called it both sides of the gun, mm-hmm. right? And it was like a piece for like reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Wow. So wow. Billy Moore told, not really like made, you know, told his story or like made excuses for anything, but he was heard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, ben uh, ben Wilson's family was heard, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we had Common moderated. Oh, wow. Right? That's, because Common, Common actually had a line in one of his raps about the murder of Ben Wilson and talking about Billy Moore in a negative way. Wow. And so it was just like a place for like peace, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? And we brought, we brought everybody together and they had like a conversation in person and they played back no clips of like you know their conversation that they had while they were on stage moderating and then uh, it was a few moments where he was like you know sometimes I still think that I just want to I think about what you did to my brother and stuff like that you know what I'm saying yeah. and but at this point however many years ago this was Billy Moore is like calm he's a brand new man you know what yeah. I'm saying he like I'm sorry I can't undo the past you know what I'm saying right. but I just I'm asking for your hand of forgiveness and that was just big bro right. and we had like a lot of Chicago basketball teams in there that's being, being that's a part crazy. of it so that was like my personal favorite for all yeah. just being a Chicago basketball guy, you know what I'm saying? That was yeah. super dope to me. And like Common, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Common's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, other than that, I played at Inglewood Barbie's uh, game. Um, I think, it, yeah, I was on I was on uh, Chance's team. Uh, we played against Herb's team. A lot of Chicago celebrities played in that. That was mm-hmm. on my Wednesday. But that whole week, man, I was, um, mm-hmm. I was actually running, or not running, but I was um, like hosting the Nike basketball Instagram. So every event that has something to do with Nike basketball, I was there, right? So like, right. It, whether it was like interviews with like Ben Simmons, you know, like Anthony Davis, like, yeah. you know, um, Virgil, uh, Jerry Lorenzo, um, LeBron, should've said him first, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, LeBron. Um, and so at that time, they had just like opened up the Boys and Girls Club that Nike had revamped with Virgil, right? So it was kind of like the grand opening of that space. Um, so I was like in and out of that gym doing doing a few different things. Um, all those guys kind of came through. Uh, they had something at like House of Hoops um, where I was there for just kind of just being able. I had like a full schedule, right? Right. And then outside of that, uh, I spoke at a mental health panel as well. But I did get a chance to go to, and shout out to the NBA. Uh, they gave, especially David Dietz, he gave us tickets for kids in the foundation to go to the rookie sophomore game. That's and then, That's love. Yeah, I was Super able to go uh, to the All-Star game that Sunday as well. So. Also, weekend was live, man. It was cool. It was litigation <laughs> on. I went out too, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you probably had some uh, invite only Jones. Man, I, I was uh, I was I was on some super like 
Nike, Nike, Nike yeah. stuff at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I was at a lot of those events. That's what's up, bro. You know, they, to be able to have that experience in your city, yeah. first time, yeah. like we talk about, before we even been born, you know, that's an amazing experience. Sure. All right. So tell, tell us about, you know, the things that you are, you know, at your, with your foundation that y'all got planned going forward. You know, what are some projects y'all working on? What are some things that, uh, you know, people need to know about um, now and for the future as well? For sure. Um, right now, the current, the current thing that I'm really pushing and hopefully we can get this going any day now is um, we kind of develop like a mental health like curriculum um, for kids in Chicago, 150 kids in Chicago. And it's like a virtual curriculum, but it's like physical, it's active. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's a bunch of like unconventional therapies that we've put together. Um, and we actually have like Ja, who is like super like big advocate on mental health, right? Not sure. even just like on some, he a basketball player and he's speaking up for the community. Mm -hmm. Like he talks openly about like his PTSD mm -hmm. and his trauma from losing, wow. his, losing his mom in front of him. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So like Jai, Jai spearheaded and then also um, directing the project is G Herbo. Obviously, that's, that's that's dope. Dope. PTSD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and he's super devoted to to this or this work as well. So uh, the two of them, or the three of us, I guess, uh, kind of came together um, separately, and we're kind of putting it all together. And it's just we're offering 150 kids in the city like free art therapy, right? Free meditation classes, free yoga classes free conflict management classes, free anger wow. management classes, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like yeah. massage therapy, just everything that we can offer just to kind of give them like 10 weeks of just like unconventional healing, you know what I'm saying? We can have a cool little day or something where like people get massages and stuff like that, but what happens after that? And that's something I always hated about like basketball camps, right? You go to like the camps for like three days and stuff like that, you meet all these people and you never see them again, you know what I'm nice. saying? But it's like, yeah. that's uh, with, with our league and just like everything that we're trying to do, we just want to make sure things are like on a a routine like a regular basis so um that's that's the project that we're working on next and just to be real with you and i try to take things one project at a time yeah. you know what i'm saying like this is like my only job you know what i'm saying there's not a lot of us into it so like i'm really like particular about like everything you know what i'm saying about like timing and everything like that yeah. so it's just like and it'd be so much stuff going on where i feel like i like the world thinks i haven't like dropped anything in so long but it's like an everyday struggle we're like 1,500 kids, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Of, so it's like, I've never, like, stopped working. You get what oh, I'm saying? Course, so it's yeah. just, like, some yeah. stuff, stuff is always going on. So um, that's the next, like, big thing. Hey, I'm that's looking dope. forward to that. Yeah, so, sure. so I might have to be a spy on the wall or something. Or <laughs> yeah. Contribute in some way. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's a bet, bro. So um, before we wrap things up, you know, what's some of the best advice that you've ever received from somebody or a quote or something that, you know, sticks with you, that you use in life, it, that keeps you going at, you know, other shit? Crazy, it wasn't like from the internet, it wasn't from like a counselor, my mom, um, and my mom might have said it, but you know how kids are like, should come from somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> my friend Paul, actually, Paul like, um, like my, my right hand man, so I remember being in Cincinnati and I would call him like, you know, this is the day before I tried to do something stupid. I'm calling him like, shorty, I can't take this shit no more. Like, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, whatever, whatever. And he was just telling me like, bro, like, if you ever feel like you're at your like absolute rock bottom, like there's nowhere you can go but up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Wow. And that was just like something that like stuck with me. Like, damn, like I'm still here and it's the worst it can get. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, it got, and me following like his advice and like constantly going, it definitely went up. You know what I'm saying? Like it definitely went up. Things definitely got a lot better for me. You know what I'm saying? Just for multiple reasons, like mentally, you know what I'm saying? Like financially, you know what I'm saying? Like socially, like everything just kind of like went up just off the strength of me like sticking with it, bro. So like I just try to tell people all the time, just like keep going, bro. Like keep going. And I'm far from like a role model. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you can look at role models as like, if you look at my life, right? Like Whitney Young definitely wasn't the smartest person in there. You know what I'm saying? Like basketball team wasn't the best basketball player i still ain't finished college like you know what i'm saying like didn't stick through with my agency stuff so like i don't have like that story where it's like you follow behind him and stuff like that you know what i'm saying like i'm, I'm far from the conventional role model but like and even today like i'm making mistakes you know what i'm saying gotcha. but it's just, like i'm gonna always get my ass up in the morning and keep going bro you know so you just got to keep going you got to figure it out and that's just like the only piece of advice i have for anybody bro just keep going bro like 
your boss piss you off, bro. Keep, keep going. going. Lady <laughs> and Wendy piss you off. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep yeah. going. Like, whatever happens, shorty, like, you run out of money. Like, money comes and goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pissed about what I spent in the strip club last night. Right. <laughs> I was pissed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was pissed about it. But, like, I got up this morning, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I came to work, you know what I'm saying? So, you just got to keep going, bro. That's, that's my only piece of advice right there. So, that's great nice. advice. That's, so. that's dope, for sure. Yeah. Fellas, we solid. We good. Solid, man. Good. Yeah, I would just say, you know, the only thing else is for anybody out there that, you know, um, wants to support you or help, you know, your your cause in any way, how can they find you? How can they volunteer? You know, how can they donate? How can they be helpful? Sure. Um, my personal Instagram uh, is McKinley Nelson, but the foundation of Instagram is probably where you'll find most of the work. And I'm not like a super like active, like on my feed, like posting yeah. kind of person. That's something I got to get better at and maybe get somebody on the team to do. But like just as far as like updates or just anything that um, people want to find out, uh, we just kind of use it, use Instagram. Everybody uses social media, right? Um, in the in that Instagram and those bios, like my email and stuff is there. People want to get in touch with me, but that's at Project Switch Chicago. Um, is is that Instagram account? And then for donation purposes, ProjectSwitchChicago.com. Um, there's a button that says Pay It Forward on there if people want to you know donate donate monetarily. But other than that, man, um, that's pretty much how you how you get in tune with what we got going on. Y'all make sure to get in tune, man. They definitely they doing big things as y'all can see throughout the city impacting a lot of lives and you know we, we salute you bro appreciate really, it really good really having really the opportunity good. to come in for sure shop man. it up it's been a great conversation and um you you doing you in a space where we need more black men so I, I genuinely love to see every time I see you doing something I'm like man shut <laughs> going crazy man stop <laughs> playing with bro man you know what trying to bro I wish it's you know a lot of people that's proud of you already know Appreciate you, yeah, man. You know how we rock. Appreciate it. So, hey, with that being said, we appreciate y'all tuning in with this episode. Crumbs the Caviar. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Crumbs the Caviar. And check us out on YouTube and all the other sources as well. Yes, you know, get it to us. Appreciate y'all having me. Appreciate it.